Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 61, my friends. I am working on some great interviews coming up and have been away a little bit as I wrap up the summer, taking care of my boys, uh, being out of town a little bit. If I ever have a lapse where there's no episode for a couple weeks, something like that, please know that I'm always thinking of you and won't walk away from this podcast. So my apologies, uh, my love and appreciation for uh, hanging tight patiently. I know every day you've been drooling for (laughs) a new episode. So thank you for the drool and thank you for waiting and thank you for your patience and love. Thank you for sticking with me. I'm going to have a lot of great things for you moving forward, my friends. And uh, we'll talk today about comfort zones, which is something that a lot of people have talked about. Uh, But I want to add a few details and angles and stories that may give us all some more perspective today. As always, I want to remind you, though, first that you are absolutely priceless. It's so easy to get lost, you know, the, the lie that you are anything less than that, than priceless, or that some other person's perceived success on, let's say, social media or elsewhere might diminish your value somehow. No matter what goes on around us or what people say, do, or or think, that priceless state cannot be changed. All the riches of this world pale in comparison to the priceless riches found in you. Also, I want to remind you along with that that you are never alone. Do not get lost in that lie either. We are here for each other And you can reach out to me anytime through EmpowerHumans.com at Empower101 on Instagram and Twitter or send an email to info at EmpowerHumans.com. Reach out, you know, reach out also to friends, family, uh, neighbors, coworkers. There's so much love in this world that is suppressed and it's in and around all of us. It's in our nature as people <laughs> to love each other and help each other. And we all go through hard things too. You're not alone. I've gone through my hard things. Uh, all of you folks listening have and are probably going through various hard things right now. And I acknowledge that. I honor you for that and express my love to you for that. Hang in there. Stick with it. And uh, again, you're never alone and you're absolutely priceless. Now, with this topic of comfort zones today, we're talking about something that is kind of at the heart of the common ground we all share together in this world. It has to do with our nature as human beings and what we face day to day in this life. One simple and universal principle in this world is that things we want require effort and initiative and sacrifice. You may be listening to this podcast on your way into work, for example, to provide for yourself or or for a family. Uh, Maybe you're listening at the gym while you push against weights or do cardio to help maintain your physical health and stamina. There's an interesting concept here that is referred to often as a comfort zone. The comfort zone is just that, a place where you are comfortable. Imagine that. We already know this stuff, Phil. What are you talking about? (laughs) Well, let's get into it. I want to talk a little bit about this and be clear that being comfortable is part of balancing our lives, maintaining our sanity as we deal with many of life's uh, uphill battles, let's say. In other words, comfort zones are not the enemy. If we get stuck in them and don't realize what it takes to get out of them, to get what we want out of life, there's a trap there and, and it is no longer you know, a mechanism of balance in our lives. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be trapped. The great news is that we all have the key to get out of these traps, okay? Let me tell you a couple quick stories. The first one I read online by a person, and I don't know how to pronounce this name, A-O-I-F as in Frank E, 
Bradley is the last name, and I know how to pronounce that, A-O-I-F-E. But the, the story is, and I'm just going to quote it here, quote, I was in the middle of Tokyo, this huge metropolis, and I felt anxious and sick. I was originally teaching English in Yamagata when I decided to move to Tokyo for a new job. It was completely overwhelming living in a foreign country, not knowing a single person in the city. I don't regret the decision one bit, though. In hindsight, I realized it was a great experience in the general context of my life. Despite all my worries at the time, I learned a great deal. Perhaps the biggest thing I learned was that you're a lot stronger than you think you are, end quote. Now, I have my own story like this as well. When I was 19, I went to Chile in South America. The people there, by the way, are some of the greatest people I've ever known. And one of the caveats, though, is that they happen to speak Spanish. <laughs> their culture is a little bit different, and so is some of their food. Uh, but I chose to venture out of my comfort zone uh, of everyday American life and speak in English to live and work and serve amongst these great people. In the process, I was immersed in a foreign language, and it was something that, you know, obviously I wasn't used to. I did grow up in New Mexico. There is some Spanish spoken there, but it's still, you know, part of the USA. And by and large, most people speak English, including me. <laughs> yeah, so because of that, you know, just like how children learn a language, I was basically forced to learn Spanish. And even though it was hellish and difficult at times, just being honest here, I am happy to say that I became very fluent in the language and can read, write, and speak it fluently to this day. It has come in handy, by the way, in various uh, ways in my life, and I'm forever grateful for that experience. The biggest thing, by the way, getting back to this thing about comfort zones and maybe it being kind of a self-imposed trap, the biggest thing that keeps us trapped in our comfort zone is fear. It isn't being comfortable and lazy, but fear. Fear that keeps us trapped. I repeat, it's fear that keeps us trapped. And by the way, we have an episode about fear early on. Uh, I don't remember what uh, episode number off the top of my head. It might be episode eight. Uh, but in any event, there's an episode there in one of the early top 15 episodes of the podcast. But the reason for this, that fear is what keeps us trapped, is because we know instinctively that in order to get the things we want out of life, we have to venture out of the comfort zone regularly. The fear of what that will all mean, whether we're worried about being ridiculed or getting hurt physically or in some other way, whether it be exercise or, or producing content for the world like I'm doing for you right here. Maybe you'll ridicule me. Uh-oh. But I, I've made a decision. I'm going to do it regardless, and I'm going to be imperfect. Uh, various things might go wrong and right, but uh, we got to venture out of the comfort zone. Uh, beware of the comfort zone because the trap it can create, and that trap is an insidious one if we let it uh, kind of flourish in our lives, so to speak. I don't know if flourish is the right word. But on the flip side of that coin, of that trap, just like uh, these stories we shared earlier, I think it's safe to say, and the evidence supports this, that some of life's most enriching, perhaps all of life's most enriching experiences come outside of our so-called comfort zones. Learning a language or developing a relationship, uh, among other life accomplishments, all generally at least start outside the comfort zone. Now, the Spanish language and the Chilean culture are a part of my expanded comfort zone now. I look at this process kind of like if you're holding a rubber band around your fingers on one hand and gradually stretching the rubber band with each finger kind of moving outward. Now, now, be careful. The rubber band doesn't break because, you know, it's just an analogy. 
and we don't want anyone losing an eye. But just as a rubber band stretches, the outer limits of our comfort zone can expand as well by choosing to venture out of it. And that main factor of fear, you know, that becomes kind of the self-imposed trap keeping us in our comfort zones is something that is largely unfounded and just, you know, existing only in our heads. Yes, there can be discomfort and difficulty and even pain and difficult uh, experiences that might occur as part of this, you know, especially at the beginning. But I believe that process is an important part of the purpose of our lives. Now, don't let that mean that you always have to be outside your comfort zone. Again, it's part of our balance and sanity in our lives to be comfortable sometimes and not just constantly uh, living and experiencing some things that might be difficult. But it is worth considering making these choices to move forward with perhaps, you know, something new and venture out of the comfort zone. I want to share a few uh, quotes that I've added to my list of quotes. And that list is constantly growing. And I think some of these may help you as well. At least I hope they do. Steve Harvey, I talked to you a little bit ago about this book, Jump, uh, an audio book I listened to by Steve Harvey. And uh, something many of us have heard before, and he just kind of repeated in his book. But uh, he said, quote, inch by inch, everything's a cinch, end quote. You don't have to jump, you know, 10,000 miles outside your comfort zone right away, but you can gradually stretch those boundaries like the rubber band analogy we talked about. Along those lines, Grant Cardone has also said that the greatest you will be found outside your comfort zone, end quote. Think about that for a second. The greatest version of you will be found outside your comfort zone. I think we instinctively all want to be the greatest versions of ourselves, and I encourage you and express my belief in you to venture outside of this comfort zone thing responsibly to find that. I'm here to support you, as is our Empower Humans community. I believe in you. You can do it. And I'm going to get into a few other quotes and a couple little tidbits here along the lines of the inch by inch, everything's a cinch thing that Steve Harvey shared with us, which again, I think he borrowed as well. But this was written in the book about Thomas Edison that uh, I listened to in the last couple of months. It said, quote, Thomas Edison understood the value of starting small. Many inventors try to develop things life-size and thus spend all their money instead of first experimenting on a small scale, end quote. Now, I think we all recognize Thomas Edison as one of the great inventors of the modern era. It's important to start on a small scale. When I had an eBay business, for example, I don't know if any of you have ever sold on eBay. I'm sure more of you have even bought on eBay. But on the selling side, I tested a few products until I found some things that, that caught on and I scaled up, you know, so as to maximize the potential and, and minimize the risk. The bottom line is to just try to be wise, use our heads properly, test things out. Life is about experience and learning from that experience, both good and bad. Uh, another thing we oftentimes uh, hear from various sources is, quote, everything we want is on the other side of fear, end quote. Again, that underscores the whole fear factor related to venturing outside of our comfort zones. Remember that everything has a flip side to the coin. We've touched on some of that already here. If you have a fear of not being loved or even being ridiculed, that great fear often plays into some of our greatest desires as well that sometimes create imbalances in us and maybe contribute to us getting trapped in this comfort zone thing. Uh, you know, this thing about actually being loved which may be something you can delve into on a personal level or even with a counselor to kind of figure out what's the source of that and why is this thing kind of holding me back or contributing in unhealthy ways to certain decisions I should or shouldn't be making. Don't let life's issues or scars, again, we all have them. I've got some. <laughs> I'm sure you do too. Uh, don't let these things hold you back. 
Remember that, quote, private victories precede public victories, end quote. Again, private victories precede public victories. Stephen Covey said that in his Seven Habits book. And, you know, we talk about Stephen and Covey once in a while. I think it's worth contemplating. We have to overcome ourselves. I remember listening to Bruce Jenner in person at a sales conference, you know, back when he was still Bruce, talking about uh, being an athlete and his long process of becoming the Olympic decathlon gold medalist. Uh, He talks about uh, making himself get up super early and run like the wind and train and lift and work and work and work. That private victory, though, preceded the public victory of winning that Olympic gold medal. You know, I'm working on trying to get Olympic gymnast Carrie Strug on the podcast, by the way, and I don't promise anything. You know, it's not entirely up to me, but I think eventually I I can get (laughs) Miss Strug here with us. But I would love to chat with her. For those of you who have lived long enough, you may remember that way back in 1996, which uh, was well over 20 years ago at this point, Uh, I was just 15 years old, almost 16 at the time, and the women's gymnastics team was competing in Atlanta for the team gold medal. And they were very close, and the scores were real tight with the Russians, and the rotation fell on Carrie Strug in the final vault that would determine whether the U.S. women won or lost. Several of the other women or girls on the team had already, you know, had some struggles and even fallen down on their vaults. And so this was kind of a, a very... A tenuous situation, a very stressful situation, and a very fragile situation. On the first vault, Carrie hurt her left ankle and was limping, and her coach, Bella Caroli, was encouraging her and telling her to shake it off. It was kind of a dramatic moment because everyone's like, oh, no, now they're going to lose. She needed, I think, a 9.4-something to win the gold for the team, and so falling down doesn't really help. And as you may know if you follow gymnastics sometimes, is that they have a second vault. And so on the second vault, she courageously, even though she got hurt and hurt her left ankle big time on the first vault, she stuck the landing and she scored, I believe, a 9.712. And that was more than enough, obviously, for the team to win the gold. As she stuck that final landing, though, she tore, I believe, two tendons in her left ankle that was already injured. She lifted her leg in excruciating pain after she landed it and uh, crawled on the mat. You can see videos of all this on YouTube, by the way, so those of you who weren't around at the time can realize I'm not making it up. And she was carried to medical treatment area. Luckily, these female gymnasts tend to be real small uh, and light, so I'm sure it wasn't too hard to carry Carrie. (laughs) They carried Carrie. And I watched all that live on TV when I was just 15 years old from a hotel room in New York City while I was on a, a trip with my dad and my brother. I saw uh, Carrie in 2016 on the Today Show. Again, this was 20 years later. And the rest of the so-called Magnificent Seven that they dubbed the name of that uh, that great women's gymnastics team from 1996. So again, 20 years later, they were doing kind of a uh, revisiting that situation and getting ready, obviously, for the Olympics in 2016 in Rio de Janeiro. So they had all these seven... Uh, gymnast on, and Carrie said that, quote, that vault signifies a lot more than people understand because finally when all eyes were on me, I dealt with the pressure, and now how I view myself and what I'm capable of is very different because of that vault. I think there's a lot of instructive material in all of this. These are all stories. These are principles, and how does this apply in your life? That's the main uh, focus and emphasis of this podcast. Take and learn and listen to your gut 
open your third eye spiritually or whatever it is that you do, meditate and figure out what it is you need to do to step outside your comfort zone. I would uh, reemphasize a few things I've touched on before. I've got a couple videos and things out there. Impress yourself. If you got to make a phone call or talk to this or that person, whether it's a relationship, a business thing, whatever it is, impress yourself. Step outside. That's how you're going to build courage. That's how you're going to build self-confidence. So it's all about you doing things to uh, expand your abilities, just like Carrie Strug said, she realized on a personal level just how much she's capable of that split second moment of landing that vault and what that all meant for the world. And one of the most, probably the most memorable Olympic moments, uh, at least in the top three of all time. Uh, and, and again, what that meant for her and what she was capable of. Change the paradigm of what you think you're capable of. Change daily habits. I'm just giving you a few tips here as we wrap up. Do some things differently. Change you know, things up with simple things at first, like smiling towards everyone and cooking or eating something different or maybe even unusual. Mix up your music. Find new music and artists to listen to. These are just little things that might sound silly, but these kind of prepare the soil uh, in, in your mind and the garden of your mind to do even bigger things outside of the comfort zone, to expand that comfort zone. Uh, Take care of and love yourself. Continue with the daily affirmations. I heard Mel Robbins, or at least I saw on Instagram, she posted something about talk to yourself like you do your best friend. You're not going to tell your best friend you're so ugly and you're so fat and you're so worthless and you're so <laughs> you're not going to you're going to talk to yourself in the opposite way. And this is what I want all of us and challenging even myself to do better. Sometimes we're our own worst critic. There's a reason that's a, a very common saying because it's something that tends to happen. So love yourself. Continue with these daily affirmations and goals, meditation. Get it. Get your own intuition about what you need to be doing. And I'll finally leave you with our usual challenges. Study. Keep studying. Start studying. Whatever your case might be. Today's the day. Start, keep studying, or step it up. Listen to some audiobooks, read something, uh, watch something educational. Study what you want to study, but exercise your mind, expand your horizon, expand your comfort zone, learn something. Okay, there's tons of ways to do that. Uh, make great moments is the second challenge. That's with loved ones generally, that's with people. This is where great moments tend to come from. I always say, Try to surprise somebody. Express love. Again, love is a verb, not just a noun. So remember that verb meaning it's an action item. Love just doesn't exist. Love is something that you do, not just something that you have. So maybe expand your comfort zone in that area as well, but make great moments. And these great moments, again, like I've said before, will be pillars to overshadow some of the things as you look back upon your life. We all are going to have regrets. Just expect that. We all know that many of us already do. But as you look back, these great moments with your kids, with your coworkers, with whoever it might be, uh, will tend to overshadow that. So make great moments, study, and last but not least, let's keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being patient as uh, we've had a few lapses here and there as I take care of my boys, been traveling and so on. But I believe in you. I know you can do these things. Reach out to me, share your stories. We'll maybe on our Instagram do some things there too. We got some other things coming up. I got some shirts and merch that we're going to be giving away as well in the very near future. So watch for that. There'll be links to that uh, through the Empower Humans website. So until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.